0: did you know did you know did did you know did you know did you know did you know did you know
1: did you know
0: It's Korea Escape on TBS EFM, 101.3 megahertz in Seoul and surrounding areas. And Did You Know is this little thing we do with the Seoul Global Center. They send over communications officer Michelle Kong every week, and she schools us on some general details of life in Korea. How appropriate for you to school us this week, Michelle. <laughs> Hi, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> on, um, on Confucian culture as we approach Teacher's Day. Yes. A big deal in this country, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm, right.
0: Part of Family Month.
1: Sure, right. So we have Children's Day, Parents' Day, and then this Teacher's Day. Um, it's a special day for students and teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then students would give a little red carnation, sometimes with small gifts or cards to their uh, teachers. And then there's even a song for teachers here. So
0: A teacher's song. Mm-hmm. Are you going to sing that for us today?
1: Um, somebody
0: else. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to put you on the spot. Don't worry. Oh, wait a minute. Our producer is saying they've got it. So she's just cued it up. There it is in the backdrop. Is that the the, the teacher song? Teacher song, right. Sung by adorable children, Mm -hmm. as these songs tend to be.
1: Right.
0: Did I hear somewhere that um, carnations were kind of going out of fashion as a thing for teachers? Or did I misread that?
1: Um. I think, in general, like usually, parents would receive this carnation as well on a Parents' Day, and the teachers would receive t- uh, this carnation. But I think this is a little getting um, out of fashion, as you just say.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um- the The spirit of it all being that uh, you know, teacher, you've done so much for us, and uh, we're so grateful to you. You That's know, right. uh, the student is grateful for all of that, mm-hmm. and it, it, I guess it throws back to this uh, Confucian system whereby teachers have a pretty honored place in society, right?
1: That's right. So, uh, in this uh, traditional Confucianism, I mean, you know, respecting teachers is a big deal. So, um, Teachers Day, um, these teachers have been uh, honored with a day of their own, mm-hmm. but interestingly. Teacher's Day was first observed by young student members of the Red Cross Youth in Chungcheong Province Mm. in uh, 1963. These young high school students... Uh, visit their teachers, to thank them, uh, and then take care of retired former teachers who were uh, bedridden.
0: Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, and to, to, to kind of minister them, they were they were in need and, and sickly, so they helped them out. That seems relatively recent. When we talk about Confucianism, I, I, I figure that, oh, this is going to be a couple hundred years old that's or something. Right. But that's pretty recent for mm-hmm. Teacher's Day to have started.
1: Right. And originally, it was May uh, 26th. The Teachers' Day, Mm. but uh, really recent years, in 1982, the government designated May 15th as an official Teachers' Day.
0: Ah, why why change the dates?
1: You know, May 15th is actually King Sejong's birthday, and King Sejong is regarded as one of the greatest teachers. All time. Aha. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. So you get two for one. <laughs> you get sort of happy birthday, King Sejong right. and Teacher's Day. Uh-huh. Of course, the inventor of Hangul, the guy that made so much literature accessible to the average reader, mm-hmm. not just the smarties that knew Chinese characters. <laughs> uh, and you didn't have to study for 15 years to be able to read a book. <laughs> okay. So um, it's it's a very Confucian context kind of thing to blend Kim, King Sejong into the day. Right,
1: right. So under this Confucianism, there is a saying do not even step on the shadows of your teachers. Or we should uh, show equal respect to king, teacher, and father alike, uh, as they are almost the same figure.
0: King, teacher, and father. And there you have the integration of Teacher's Day into Family Month. Mm -hmm, When at mm -hmm. first, you know, I learned about that, I was like, really, is the teacher a part of the family? But in that Confucian framework, The teacher is almost as important as the father. That's
1: exactly right. Yes, right. Uh, And then in old Korea, during the Joseon dynasty, building a relationship between a student and a teacher was very different from modern times. Well, nowadays you would just go to a school and then meet a teacher and that's it. But Mm -hmm. um, back then, students would have to ask for permission from a teacher to take them as their disciple. So they would have to show uh, the teacher the highest level of respect and then politely ask whether they can stay under that teacher uh-huh. so if the teacher says yes then this mentor and then a student relationship can uh, be set in motion
0: okay very different from mm-hmm. you know just getting on the school bus and going to district X for your your schooling uh, in a mandatory kind of way it was mm-hmm. a great privilege to get a good teacher back in those days so uh, you always hear what's I keep forgetting this vocabulary word is it singsa, the the word for teacher the fancy word for teacher susung susung that's mm-hmm. it Um, It's kind of like a great teacher or a special teacher, right? right? Uh, Any little stories you can relate about teachers from history?
1: Okay, so let me tell you about Chu Sa or Kim Jong-hee. I don't know if you ever heard of this name. Chu Sa is his pen name, and Kim Jong-hee is the renowned calligrapher and scholar of the Joseon dynasty. Mm. He was a member of the royal family. He was a child prodigy. You can actually see his... uh, Work. If you go to the, you see the plaque above the Bongunsa Gate. Oh, yeah. That's done by uh, Chusa Kim Jong-hee
0: bong temple not temple okay great right. yeah <laughs> I used to live near bong wonsa I don't remember any ah, inscription okay. but you're saying bong bon
1: okay. in dong area got it and then he's known for creating the chu or his own writing style um so he was renowned in Korea of course but also in China as his reputation spread to China and the Chinese intellectuals wanted to get acquainted with him and then learn from him um, But in the meantime, he admired a grand scholar in China, uh, this Chinese uh, scholar... Uh, name is Ong Bang Kang. Mm. I hope I pronounce it right. But he collected samples of his writing and then dreamed of him even though he had never met him before. But he made a pilgrimage to Beijing to study uh, Chinese culture and history. And then he, there he finally got the chance to meet his idol.
0: So the teachers in the old days were kind of like the rock stars of their time in a way, mm-hmm. you know, had... <laughs> Adoring fans and disciples. When you said that uh, he created his own writing style, do Mm -hmm. you mean the use of words or do you mean like the penmanship? penmanship. Okay, Mm -hmm. the flair in his his writing down of characters. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it differs uh, in terms of uh, nationality or residence, uh, what the teacher-student relationship is. Obviously here in Korea, Mm -hmm. extraordinarily special. Um, This Chusa, he had... His own sort of chusa J writing style anything else uh, that distinguish him as a, in terms of the teacher-student relationship
1: okay um, this Chinese scholar and then himself had a really strong relationship as a student and a teacher and uh, when Chusa was having a really hard time like at the height of his career he became a political scapegoat so he was sent to exile in Teju uh, so he went through so many hardships he has never experienced before like his his best friend died. His father was banished, and his wife died as well. Uh, but, you know, just like many artists, he produced his best works of art during that time.
0: Chusa. Wow, he had a rough time, didn't he? I know. He? Uh, you said, yeah, so he was in his darkest hour, basically. Mm-hmm. He produced his greatest writing That's as true. is I think often the case, even today, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, in your darkest hour, it's uh, easy to dig deep into your soul. You know, the whole Harry Potter, not that this is a great example, but the Harry Potter author, when she was... Flat broke, wrote all those books in a cafe. Right, and, right. Um, okay, so, what else do we need right, to know about right. Chusa?
1: Um, I just said political scapegoat because he was criticized for his liberal uh, disposition towards China. That's why the entire country turned against him. Uh, but even everybody else turned their back against Chusa. He's student Lee Sang-jok stood there forever. Like he traveled to China to get very precious books, Chusama I like. Uh, They were not easy to get, of course. It sometimes took a couple of years to find those books. But this student, Yi sang never looked after his own interests or um, sought benefits like everybody else. He just uh, continued showing his pure appreciation to his master. So in return, Chu-sa wanted to express his deep gratitude for this generous support Lee Sang-juk showed. Uh, he drew a masterpiece called se which means winter scenery. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were curious... This is uh, designated as a national treasure number one hundred eighty. This is highly valued as the most representative artwork of Sa Kim Jong Hee.
0: And uh, w- what is it of? Is it just a landscape, or
1: it's a landscape, but very different from other landscape uh, paintings because there's only three things you can find on this uh, painting. Uh, the picture depicts a snow-covered cottage mm-hmm. with a, a pine tree on the left. And another pine tree on the right. I know these two trees are a little different. But anyways, pine tree, uh, one on the left and then another pine tree on the right side.
0: That sort of typical – there's actually a pine forest up on Namsan, isn't there? That red pine kind of that's so emblematic of Korea Mm -hmm. is featured in this painting, right? Right. And also – There's, uh, as is very typical of this sort of chinese influence art, there's some writing, some poetry, uh, calligraphy on the painting as well, isn't there?
1: Right, right. So there's a description in his own writing that shows this is a gift in return for the value of books sent by his follower, Yi sang Hmm. Um, These two evergreen trees, do you know what these might symbolize?
0: Huh. Uh, Mm. I don't know. Endurance? Endurance. You know, Mm -hmm. uh... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Long life. Okay. <laughs> you've, you've stumped me, so to speak. Oh. What, what, what do they symbolize?
1: Okay, so, you know... Um the evergreens keep their green foliage all year around, okay. even in harsh times or in winter time. So when Chusa was having a really, really difficult times, you know, uh, according to the Confucius' te- Confucius's teachings, mm-hmm. um, you don't know if the people around are real friends until you see them during the hard times. Mm-hmm. The right. true friendship you can see in hard times. So these two green uh, evergreens would mean uh, these students. Forever,
0: um, do your friends continue to bloom even in the winter?
1: <laughs> and these
0: two trees do, symbolizing the, yeah, the friendship, even trees. when yeah mm-hmm. the landscape is barren. Interesting, fascinating that he became this political scapegoat. Uh, in a in terms of his affection for China, uh, there must have been a mood at the uh, time of, of hostility or distrust toward China that made him uh, such a you know scapegoated figure.
1: Well, his uh, his father was minister minister of military, and then he was vice minister of military in uh, during the Joseon Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Probably that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Probably he had lots of uh, opponents.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a name of this famous painting? You said it had a name.
1: Yeah, Sehando, and you can uh, see this. Painting in person at the National Museum of Korea.
0: And has he done other artwork that we can see in addition to that?
1: Sure, sure. There are lots of uh, his uh, writings and then uh, paintings, especially uh, beautiful orchids. And then, uh, like I said, there are some temples you can find his uh, artwork on the plex of the temples.
0: Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Chusa
1: Kim, and mm-hmm.
0: uh, well, what was his full name one more time? Okay. Kim Jong-hee. Mm-hmm also known as chusa chusa mm-hmm. and isang jok sort that's of right. the emblematic teacher student relationship uh, mm-hmm. when we're talking about how special the teacher is and that's coming up on sunday so get your carnations ready if you're old fashioned or maybe just a
1: card <laughs> right
0: all right you're going to send something to a teacher
1: um i'll think about it carnation <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: all right michelle thank you for coming in that's did you know for this week
1: thank
0: you and career escape resumes right after this <laughs>